Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're joined today by Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so Rachel yes. um, is someone who's on Twitter, uh, part of the film Twitter group. Uh, she talks about movies quite a bit. You can find her on Twitter uh, at Rachel underscore reviews. And she has a website, rachelreviews.net. Um, so she's joining us today to talk about one of our 12 Days of Christmas movies, where every day leading up to Christmas, we talk about a holiday-themed film. Uh, and actually, this is a recommendation that comes from Rachel, and Ashley's going to tell us a little bit about it. All right, so Anna and the Apocalypse um, is about Anna. She's a, te- she's a teenager. Um, she's soon to be graduating from um, what we call high school, and she's, gonna, she's planning to take a year off and go traveling much to the displeasure of her, her father. Um, but her plans suddenly change when, I believe it's some kind of virus starts infecting people and turning them into zombies. And so she and her friends end up having to fight to stay alive. And they do a lot of singing and dancing along the way because this is, surprise to me, a musical. So, Rachel, what did you think about this movie? So, yeah, I, I think if you were going to make a movie that I was going to love, combining <laughs> musical and Christmas, first of all, is, is a big win for me. But then, yeah, adding this, this zombie element was really fun. And I, I loved this movie when it came out in, uh, in 2018 here. It was 2017, I think, in, uh, in the U.K., um, and I was one of my top 10 movies of that year. I just really loved it. I thought it had such a, a creative energy about it. I, I thought it was new and surprising and shocking at times. And I loved the songs. And I don't know. I just, I'd never seen another movie like it. And I absolutely just really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was really happy that you recommended it. Um, because yeah, I've never seen it before, um, and yeah, it's it's it is it's fun, and it's also actually yeah. rather touching. Um, you know, movies are typically one and a half to two hours long, give or take, and it's it's they have to convey a whole lot in those one and a half to two hours. And in uh, you know whether it's like a romance movie, they have to get you involved with characters and make you want to see them come together, um, or in movies like this. You, you have to be introduced to characters and then you have to care about them and you have to want to see them survive a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and that, they did that, in, for me anyway, in this movie. Um, there's Anna and then her friends uh, that you mentioned, Ashley, and, and that I ended up caring about, I think, all of them. Um, all of her friends, anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Anna's dad is in this. Uh, you know, so that's not always easy to do. But uh, it, there were, there, I felt there were stakes in this. And, uh, but it's weird. It walks this tightrope of being um, that kind of a, a zombie movie, right? Mm-hmm. But also kind of having humor and also yeah. just being simply fun. And, and yeah, and, and musical. Is this a spoiler-free podcast? N- for, the, for our Christmas movies, we could, we, we'll talk about, we talk about things. Because so could... I was shocked at some of the kills oh, I, yeah. to me uh, the uh, that there were there were characters that I was not expecting to get bitten that did 
And uh, mm-hmm. I that I don't know. That really surprised me that they went to some of the places they went. I would agree. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, maybe because this movie is sort of a musical and kind of fun in a way. I thought to myself briefly early on. I'm like, okay, well, I think everybody's safe. I don't see this movie, you know, going there. And then it went there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I was really surprised. And uh, I, there's some, there's some kind of ridiculous parts of the film, like the fact that the two of the characters w- go back to get their phones in the zombie, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But, but I kind of, I, I, I excused that, I guess, to me, because first of all, they're teenagers, and second of all, uh, it, they're panicking, they're not thinking right, you know, like, what, you'd probably do some pretty stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I thought of that as a, a bit of social commentary. I mean, we, we can't get along without our phones, even in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> um, now, I really had fun watching this movie, and I, I think a lot of that comes from, I felt like the actors had a lot of fun making it. They just had yeah. a. They just felt there was a sense of you know exuberance and, um, you know you mentioned the the songs. I thought they're all very kind of pop songs that you might hear on the pop radio, and I thought they were catchy and and, and good enough uh, for this movie. Um, yeah, I I just I thought it was good. There's a, there's a lot going on in the movie. You know, it's a it's kind of a yeah. teen romance. Um, it's a zombie movie. It's a musical. I mean, a lot could go wrong here, but somehow it all manages to work. Um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it also ends up... It, 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 there are character arcs in this, um, which uh, I wasn't expecting. But, I mean, there's particularly one character that I felt one way about in the first part of the movie, and by the end of the movie, I was feeling differently about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and also, you know, with, with younger actors, sometimes you get varying levels of performance in certain things, but these actors were all uh, quite good. I also like Mark Benton, who plays Anna's father. I, I love watching him in this uh, British show called Shakespeare and Hathaway. Yeah. Um, and Paul Kay is in this. So he pay, if there's a villain in this, it's Paul Kay. He plays uh, the new headmaster, the income, you know, headmaster for the school that Anna goes to. Um, I was trying to rack my brains. Like he looks familiar. Where did I see him from? He's on another British TV show called Vera. Mm-hmm. He plays a pathologist, and he's his character in that is very like a bit cold, also a bit snarky, mm-hmm. kind of condescending. Yeah. Not unlike the character he's, <laughs> he's playing in this movie. Yeah. Um, I know Rachel. You and I were kind of talking on Twitter about this character. What are your thoughts on him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my least favorite part, and he's supposed to be a villain. Of course, we're not supposed to like him, but I, I don't know. I just found him kind of more annoying. I don't really even, I don't like his song. I don't know. Like, it's tough to pull off that kind of villain and be kind of a fun, deliciously evil villain, but I don't know. I just found him more irritating than, than fun. Yeah. No. He's my least favorite part of yeah. the movie. But Ella Hunt, who plays Anna, I thought was fantastic. Not only a really good actress, but phenomenal singer as mm-hmm. well. Um, so, yeah, the yeah, cast is just really good. So good. And Malcolm Cumming, who plays her friend uh, John, I think was his name, um, he's really good too. I mean, that's a relationship. Their friendship really seems authentic, and 
you know, kind of rooting for him and yeah. I like how he respects her her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I had to actually ask you at one point, actually, like, <laughs> but I was like, so just to make sure I was clear on what I was, you know, gleaning from it. But I mean, he's got a he's got a crush on her. He likes her. Uh, I'm sure, he would love to date her. Mm-hmm. And they're close. I mean, like we see the movie opens with, you know, her dad is giving her and and, and him a, a ride to school. So they're friends. But you know, she's just not. I don't, I'm not going to go as far as to say she's not interested in him at all, but she's not at that point where she wants to be dating him, at least, the very least. Yeah. And he respects well, that. she's pretty fresh off of, I think, this other relationship is mm-hmm. part of it right. that she had had. And, uh, and that's, you know, he sings one of the best songs, the Hollywood ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, about how... He's not probably going to get the the Hollywood ending, and, and then to the movie's credit, he didn't. And so, <laughs> yeah. uh, it w- there's some interesting backstory. And if you're interested in oh, yeah. in this movie, uh, so it was originally a short uh, that was created by it was called the Zombie Musical that was created by a man named Ryan McHenry, and it got some acclaim. It won a um, uh, it was nominated for uh, a, uh, I don't know if it's a BAFTA, but anyway, for over there in England, got some some uh, some play, the zombie musical, and so he started to work on Anna and the Apocalypse uh, with uh, with the with Alan McDonald, and then sadly he uh, this was started in just after the working on. The, the short, which was released in 2010, and sadly he got cancer and he uh, passed away, and uh, so that's why the movie is dedicated to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, in the end, uh, because of his, it was his idea, and so then they kind of ran with it. And I don't know why, how they uh, they decided to kind of make Christmas an element of it, but I think it was brilliant because uh, when you can tie something to Christmas, I think, and Halloween, uh, that it just has that sort of uh, cult movie kind of status. I think yeah. it, it more easily than just sort of a more generic uh, film. But you know, I think something like gremlins or obviously that's more big budget but but when these kind of darker movies can kind of tie themselves to christmas i think it it it, it's it gives that it helps to get that kind of status a little bit more than if it was just a zombie musical that makes sense yeah it becomes part of your annual viewing i know i have a list a little list of movies Mm -hmm. that i watch every christmas so (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah um how did you how did you discover this movie rachel so I heard about it, I think, first from my friend Sean Chandler. Uh, he has a channel. I don't know if you follow his YouTube channel, but uh, he saw it at Fantastic Fest in 2017, and he really loved it. And when he talked about it and told me about it, I was like, this is a musical <laughs> at Christmas? Was that, I mean, I am, like, so excited. And so I, I told him, because I host the Hallmarkies podcast, which covers all the uh, holiday content for the year as much as we possibly can. And I, I told him then, this was 
uh, a full year before it even had come out in the States. I said, when it comes out, we're going to, you have you on the podcast and we're going to talk about it. And so for like the whole year, uh, <laughs> we were all kind of waiting and I was building up the anticipation and, and, uh, and, you know, he kind of told me that he, he was getting nervous because you know, when things get built up so much, you know, then, then what if I see it? And I don't like it. And then you feel bad. And we plan this podcast and everything. But luckily I saw it and I just thought it was great and I really enjoyed it. So then he came on my podcast on Hallmarkies podcast and we did a special episode on sort of uh, alternative Christmas type movies. Uh, we talked about Gremlins actually and, uh, and, and an apocalypse on that episode and that was really really fun and it was in it was in my top 10 of that year I just really I really enjoyed it so that's kind of how I I first heard about it yeah that's great and this movie you know I think one of the things aspects about it I like is the fact that it's in the UK mm-hmm. so I'm a bit of an anglophile mm-hmm. I, I yeah. was shocked to see <laughs> it that helps. Yeah, I was shocked to see a bowling alley. I have read countless novels written by UK authors and seen countless TV shows and movies set in the UK. I think this may actually be the first time I've seen a bowling alley. Um, and I turned to Ashley when we were watching it, and I'm like, British people bowl? Apparently. Yeah. And, and there is, of course, you know, there's a big zombie fight in the bowling alley, and there's a great usage of bowling lane technology in there uh in one of the one of the yes, scenes that's true yeah some of the kills are a little much for me i'm like Ooh! <laughs> yeah i was curious what you guys thought of the, the level of violence i mean it's always something that concerns me a little bit but i don't know i found the violence in this to be almost comical in a way yeah and certainly no worse than you would ever see like in an episode of walking dead or something yeah it is um, it's so over the top. Yes, it, it it's it's fine for me. Yeah, same here. It's very cartoonish. Yeah, um, it's kind of how I felt about the ending of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Some people are like, "Oh, it's so violent," and I'm like, "It was <laughs> so over the top that to me it didn't feel violent because it's so ridiculous." Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's is a it didn't offend me or you know make me feel concerned. Uh, because it was obviously so cartoonish. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really it's a nice like I said earlier it's a nice tightrope of of serious drama and heartstrings and comic comedy and and and, and, uh, and Christmas and Christmas and horror. Yeah, I love how. Did you have? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I was just gonna say I love how there's certain Christmas elements that are, you know. Uh, introduced into the into the movie, and like the candy cane that she uses as an as a weapon, yeah, um, giant candy cane. a giant candy cane, yeah, and and then the zombies dressed as snowmen. These are things you haven't seen before. Oh my gosh! I want to say real quick, um, <laughs> the they have a Christmas show, right? Yes. Oh my gosh! The the uh, the sultry performance by one of the I guess she's a student there, and, yes. and then her backup dancers. I was like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> That was quite interesting. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. What were you going to say, Rachel? <laughs> I was just going to say, did you all have a favorite musical number? I think that was favorite it, song? probably. That, oh, the, yeah. that was your favorite? It's that time of the year? <clears throat> yes. Yes, that was memorable. 
I think you mentioned the one I like, the Hollywood ending. I thought that was a really good one. Yeah. That's probably my favorite. I really like the uh, the turning my life around sequence. I think that's really good. And she she's walking through this whole uh, whole neighborhood and <laughs> so lost in kind of her own thoughts. She doesn't realize that the zombie apocalypse is happening all around her. <laughs> yes. And I think that is actually taken pretty much straight from the original short okay. is that scene. That sequence. Yeah. I, I want to say something, too, that, you know, um, about this movie, and I'm going to compare it to another movie uh, favorably, but I forget when the movie It Comes at Night came out, two, three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not like that movie. Mm-hmm. And that, for folks who don't know, is a, is a zombie apocalypse movie. And I don't know, if Rachel, if you saw that movie or not. Um, but it's... I described it at the time as basically you dip in on an episode of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and then dip out. Because when it starts, the movie starts, the zombie apocalypse is already underway. It's a really um, dire, serious movie about families and people trying to survive in the woods um, in, in an isolated location in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of the movie, nothing's been solved. Like the zombie apocalypse is still going on. This movie... I would say the first 20, 30 minutes of it, actually, you don't see many zombies, if any. Mm-hmm. And then it, everything gets kicked off. And then by the end of the movie, there's still no answer to this zombie uh, issue. But I'm okay with it here, as opposed to It Comes at Night. Because It Comes at Night really had nothing else going for it, aside from this is a dour, uh, depressing movie about a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anna and Anna and the Apocalypse is, as, as I said earlier, it's got so many things going on in it. And it's so, and it's hitting you at so many levels that I wasn't looking for like resolution necessarily to, oh, you know, like the, the zombie thing, the, the zombie stuff is just a plot element. Mm-hmm. It, it's not yeah. like the main thrust. Um, and I really like that about this that is, that if you know, if, if you, let's say you're not into zombies, well, you can still, I think, like this movie <laughs> because there's other yeah. things there that, and if you're not into musicals, I still think you would like this movie <laughs> because there's other things that are a part of it that I think are, you know, entertaining. Yeah. 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 And if you're not into Christmas movies, I think you'd still like it. I, <laughs> I think it, it, it does manage to be a lot of things to a lot of people, which is hard to do. But in my opinion, I think it pulls it off really well. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's just very fresh. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, you mentioned that, you know, it takes a little while before the zombies show up, a good 20, 30 minutes. I think the movie benefits Mm -hmm. from that because it takes that time to develop those characters. So that when they are in danger, I mean, you really do feel for them. And there are stakes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any closing thoughts? I also like the fact that the movie doesn't shame uh, Ella Hunt's character for her sensuality, uh, that uh, the problem with her isn't that she's mad at this this jock guy, uh, that she's mad at him not because of their relationship. She's mad at him because he was somebody who was, go- who was going to listen to her and then he didn't listen to her. Mm-hmm. And so he disappointed her on that level, which I thought was, was nice. And I also appreciate the fact that the jock character, uh, that you think, Oh, he's just going to be a total one note character, 
But he actually, when he reveals that he killed his dad um, and that he, he had to do hard things, like there was more nuance to his character than you might normally get in this kind of thing. And maybe that's part of the reason why the, the villain character didn't really sit right with me because almost all the other characters are actually fairly well drawn and he's just this super campy over the top character. And it's actually not that I think in keeping with the rest of the movie. Yeah. He feels almost like a pantomime villain and doesn't fit in. Yeah. I agree with that. What do you think of, uh, the, I forget his name, the, um, uh, Nick, Nick was his name in the movie. Ben Witt, played by Ben Wiggins. What did you think of Nick as a character, the jock kind of ex-boyfriend character? He was the one I was alluding to earlier, the one that has the nice character arc, and I felt one way about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I did, I did not like him early on. He's a pretty loutish, you know, stereotypical sex-aggressive uh, jock guy. Mm-hmm. Um and then, yeah, I mean, by the throughout the course of the movie, he undergoes a change. In fact, there's a scene where he's fending off zombies so Anna can escape. And I actually, was inside of myself, I was like, no, Anna, like, don't leave him there. Like, go back. And I'm like, why am I, I wow. At the beginning of the movie, I would not have been thinking that about his character. But, uh, right. yeah, no, um, yeah, I like his his character arc a lot. And Ben Wiggins is, is you know, he's, he's good in the role. I mean, he's a younger actor that showed some, I think, showed some range. There. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what would you give this out of ten? Out of ten, I mean, I would give it. As, so it was interesting to revisit it, and there are certain points or certain lines that uh, ring true for 2020, which was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, that you know, like he says, hand sanitizer is your friend. Yes, <laughs> point, which I yes. thought was funny. Uh, so I really loved it. I watching it again. I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed on the rewatch. I'd give it a nine out of 10. Oh, okay. Ashley. I was thinking eight out of 10 for me. All right. I give it an eight and a half. So <laughs> our score is an eight and a half. Very good. Um, Very it's good. on the tomato meter. It has a certified fresh 77% and an audience score of 62%. I'm not sure what's up with the audience score there, but, uh, yeah, I, I think maybe people that are hardcore horror fans maybe want more, I don't know, more of a horror movie, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I will say, not to sound overdramatic or whatever, melodramatic, but you, you just reminded me of something, Rachel, when you said, you know, watching it during this, you know, kind of pandemic situation was interesting. I did have a slight melancholy um when things kind of kicked off because and they were like people were separated from each other and you know you're and i was like not watching this during this pandemic where it it, more than anything maybe this the nature of how like like we said earlier the first maybe 20 to 30 minutes of this movie things are normal Mm -hmm. and then like that um right things are not normal anymore i was like whoa you're you're cutting deep here (laughs) movie you're cutting deep it's a little too close to home bring back memories when I saw this I actually got to see this in the theater which I'm grateful for and that I saw a double header that day and watched the favorite <laughs> and 
and this right after <laughs> each other. I'm like, oh, man, that was good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well. Those are two very eclectic, very weird movies. <laughs> that's, I was going to say, that's quite a doubleheader. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I know, right? All right. Well, our score is an eight and a half. Um, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. Um, again, yes. folks who are listening, um, I highly recommend you you follow Rachel for her insights into movies. Uh, I've been loving your tweets about, I think you're watching Hallmark Christmas movies a lot. <laughs> uh, yes. So I have the Hallmark podcast, and uh, we cover not just Hallmark Christmas movies, but we cover all of the Christmas movies that we can uh, watch. And I'm even going to be covering the two uh, horror movie Christmas movies on sci-fi channel coming up. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> so we try to cover, we try to cover everything that we can and that we can have access to uh, whether it's lifetime channel, uh, Netflix, uh, all that stuff. And we try to make the show a fun show. Even if you don't watch the movies, you can still listen to the show and have some laughs and enjoy our, uh, our, our banter back and forth. And we have lots of cool interviews. I got to interview Fran Drescher this week, which was like, oh, wow. oh my God, so that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so it's, it's really fun. I love it. And I'm very proud of it. And, uh, yeah. And then I also have Rachel's reviews, uh, on YouTube and in, um, uh, in the pod sphere. So check that out. Uh, we have, uh, we do talking Disney. We do once a month where we review Disney films. I love animation. It's kind of my animation and rom-coms are my two favorites, uh, in Christmas movies. And, uh, so anyway, we do obscure animation. I do family movie night every Monday over on my channel. So if you want family friendly recommendations, that's there. So it's just a lot of fun, a lot of stuff going on. But sounds exciting. Sounds what, great. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but do you have a favorite uh, animated movie of all time? Of all time, my favorite animated movie of all time is called Your Name, and it is by Makoto Shinkai, and I absolutely adore it. Uh, it's a movie about two teenagers that end up they don't know each other. Uh, one lives in the city, one lives in the country. They end up switching bodies. And they're trying to figure it out, and uh, and then it kind of leads them to uh, some deeper places, some interesting places. And I absolutely love it. And I think it has everything you could want in a movie. It's funny, it's tense, it's romantic, it's uh, beautiful. The music is great. It's it's an incredible film. Awesome! So check great. it out. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's our 12 Days of Christmas episode for today, uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Thank you so much again, Rachel, for joining us. Thank you. All yeah. right. And everyone out there, stay safe and stay, stay clear of uh, COVID and zombies. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.